Siamo so shataya Mokoyan Santani Siamo so shakani Santamo so pohua San shataya Mohua Sakani andramo so kohi andramo sashati Haya sakangaramosa Shantayanamosa kiangan Sankangaramboso shakandan Mosa tatiantanta mosa shiantantan dramosa shatantan triantan tantamoso koyantantan mosa shatantiantan tantan mokoyantriantan tantan tantan moso shakan Miracle signs and wonders being released to us is simple as one, two, three. We are no longer going to complicate what we already have inside. God is dismantling the old traditional way of how things were practiced with no purpose. Having us feel like we're not worthy. We're not praying good enough. We don't live righteously. Maybe we just not that holy. We don't have no power. We don't have no authority, but we children of God who couldn't see no results when we asked to see, when we pray to see, when we praise to see, when we give praise and thanks at the same time on our knees. God wants us to know it's just as simple as one, two, Three. The answer is already inside of us. We don't have to look everywhere other than inside. How do we sharpen each other due to what's inside? And what are we sharpening amongst each other? What's inside? How do we quicken each other from the inside? To where? The inside. Where does the impartation start? Inside. Edification starts. Inside. Where does the greater one reside? In the inside. Where does consecration take place? Inside. Every word that's in our belly flow from where? From the inside. So where's every miracle? Insight, healing, insight, word of knowledge, insight, word of wisdom, insight, faith, insight. Prophecy, insight, discerning of spirits, insight, diverse tongues, insight, tongues interpretation, insight. So what we need is to discover what's already on the inside. Many of us keep looking at other people regarding how they appear on the outside. And that's why we're so disappointed at times. Because we're not seeing what we're trying to see. We're not encountering what we're trying to encounter. And it's causing our believing to go down and not up. 
And that's why many of the times we hide when we go through something. We hide when we are faced with trials, tribulations. But I want you to know that you're going through that because God is just that intentional. If he did not want that, then you would not be going through that. See, that death has already been dealt with. So that lie has already been dealt with. That stronghold has already been dealt with. That storm already dealt with. Mountain dealt with. Chains dealt with. So you have to know that. You know that it's already dealt with. It's not about how loud we get or how much we pray. It's about just having a heart to know what's already on the inside. It's childlike. For real. It's not complicated. Yes, God is powerful and yet still give us things very simple to explain. See, in the earth, it don't make no sense to receive some God that is so big. The only true living God that is so High than anything that can ever be, and yet freely giving me over things that I don't have to work to receive. It makes no sense to me because the earth tells me I gotta work hard for everything. That's the only reason why people struggling and being challenged to come alongside with God. It seems so good to be true, and on top of that, I can't even physically see you. See, there's a difference when I say El Rohi, Jehovah Shammah. I know you there. I know you see. Jehovah Shalom, I know you the God of peace. I can say in Hebrew, Zot Abashli. But the thing is, if I look at him as my father, if I look at him as my father, I look at him as him being the one responsible for me. See, father means I need you to be everything. I know you can heal. I know you delivered. I know you restored, but I need you to be everything for me. I need you as my eyes, my ears, my heart, my sleep, my arising while I'm shining, when I'm cooking, when I'm talking, when I'm thinking, when I'm stepping, when I'm running, when I'm leaping, when I'm feeling, when I'm feeling. When I exercise my faith, your faith. No matter what man say to me, you're responsible for me. See, it takes it to a place that you need to stay where you never been. 
and it gets deeper than that. It's like, wait a second, hold up. No way. I'm stepping. I'm stepping. I'm stepping out of my norm. I'm stepping out of my pain. I'm stepping out of my mental disturbance. I'm stepping out of my debt. I'm stepping out of disrespect. I'm stepping out of doubt. I'm stepping out of pain. I'm stepping out of agony. I'm stepping out of anything that's trying to rob me. I'm stepping away from every lie. I'm stepping away from all confusion. I'm stepping away from what God never said. I'm stepping into my promises. I'm stepping into everything that God has given me. I'm stepping into fulfillment. I'm stepping into manifestation. I'm not stepping into failure. I'm not stepping into a heart that is heavy and troubled and confused. I'm not stepping into that area. I'm not going in that arena. Because my father is, and my father will, and he will over and over again, because he's my father. Every time Christ addressed God, he said, Father. He called him Father every time. Father, I thank you for you hear me before I prayed. I thank you. This how to pray, say our Father. In my father's house, there are many matches. I have been sent from my, by my father. I don't say unless I hear my father say. I don't do unless I hear my father do. Father, why have thee forsaken me? Father is more personal. That's why Christ went alone a lot to go pray. Because you got to make it and take it personal. I got to go away. I can't have no one who really love me in my ear. I know sometimes you love and I love, but our emotions can get the best of us. I don't need that type of crowd. I don't need that type of sound. That sound not helping me. I need something different right now. I don't need no tears. I don't need no worry. I don't even need you calling up some folks for me regarding my debt. I don't need you to call some folks. No, I need you to call the right one to call. That's all we need to do is call the right name. It ain't about how many people we have to call. We all can call and all fall down. We have to call and know who we're calling on and know that before we call, he already answered. So before I even come, my expectation is already present. I'm not playing with this word. I'm not playing with this life. I'm not playing with life, period. Because life is not going to play with me. It's either is or it's not. And that's going to be permanently. He said the power of life and death is in the tongue. You think that's a game? It didn't give us an answer. That means if you choose death, that's because you just wanted that. Because I said choose, I give you an answer on your test. To every test, you will be provided an opportunity to choose life. So what are you choosing? What am I choosing? Sometimes it's best to come together and just be silent in the presence. We always doing the same thing and expecting something different. The seraphims are not declaring holy, holy, holy the same way every time because it gets better and better. That's what the word says. So the greater, you know, the praise gets greater for the things get greater because the greater one is doing it.
It's like, whoa, look at that new thing. They can't even stand sometimes. Oh, wow, they all on each other. Wow, holy, holy, holy. Imagine seeing that every day, all day, in eternity without it being a day of the week, an hour of time, a second, a minute, or a month of the year. It's just always holy, holy, holy. That's what you need to say. Because when you say, you see. Because you seen before you said. That's how we operate here. We see, we visionaries. We vision before we can vision because we already created to have it in our mind before we even speak. That's why God said, I know the thoughts and plans, not the plans and thoughts. I know the thoughts and plans I have concerning you. I know the plans and thoughts. It doesn't matter. He still had a plan concerning what he was thinking. Do you understand? So declare holy, holy, holy to your new thing. See, what you're going through is not unto death, it's unto glory. See, we have to watch how we talk about it. We talk about things as if we are in agony, we are in trouble. That's why we don't come to each other about things. Because somehow we're thinking, if I'm going through a trial or tribulation, that that must be I'm doing something wrong. No, a trial and tribulation is because there goes a reward. So don't allow the devil to try to confuse you in the midst of what God is doing, heaven's best for you. Right in the midst of you going through what you're going through, you better recognize and realize who the one causing you to continue to go through to get to your other side of the thing. You got to count it all joy. Why did he ever say that? Not in the midst of me leaping. That's already guaranteed to do. If everything appearing to be how I think it should and it's going good for me, of course, there's a reason to praise. But how about when he say count it, count it, count it all. That means count it all. Just like he said, joy, when you fall. See, don't think about falling and then count joy. No, count it all joy before you fall. And you're not falling to fail. It just means you being provided an opportunity to stand even stronger than before. So joy is set before you. That's what he's saying. He's teaching us what Christ had to go through. It says the joy was set before him. That's how he endured the cross. And you're carrying the cross because he said, until you pick up your cross and walk and deny yourself, you don't have no parts with me. So God is teaching us how to think his way and leave it there permanently, not go back and forth. Okay, I'm believing, but okay, now this happened. Okay, this is higher than how it was before. Okay, I only had a little bit of bills before. Now the bills look like they're talking much more on this round, and this round, on this line, and this line. When he said precept upon precept. A higher, greater dimension you are on. And we're looking at it for it to be wrong when we've been made right. So there's no need to ever think of the word wrong when you know you are the word right. So you have to be permanently feeling, thinking, seeing, and knowing that at all times. That's why you have to remember. 
have to remember. The word is to be remembered, not remembered after the fact. No, be remembered all the day long. So when things happening, you already know how to handle that. Because you already know that he already handled that. So I'm handling my response due to his responsibility. My response from his responsibility. So what's my response with my body and my aching or my swelling or joint pain, tooth pain, headaches, blur vision, stress, depression, diabetes, back, kidney stones, does it matter, cancer, AIDS, does it matter, schizophrenia, suicidal, does it matter, there are all forms of death that he was weeping and got wet and got spat on for. Got stroke for, came here for. So why am I thinking that I have to also carry what he carried and he finished it so I just don't remember or I'm just not believing? And it's okay if you're lacking believing because that's where the healing comes from. That's when the miracles come in because when we can admit, ooh, see, when we can admit what he already see, then we're open and honest. And he said, those who worship me must worship me, excuse that, in spirit and in truth. That mean, I know you're lying. That's why you're crying. You need more believing in me. You, I know you love me. I know you, you know, believe that I can do, but I want you to believe that I will do over and over again, just for you. What I've already taken care of, it is finished permanently, but I continue to set a reminder every time you need one. Do you know what you're going through is not unto death, it's unto life? So why are you saying you're going to die? Why are you saying people trying to kill you? Why are you saying the doctors are doing what they can no longer do unto you? Because you belong to me. So if you speak words like that, then you put your life in their hands and took your life out of mine. I can only be what you allow me to be, but it's not going to change that I am he. If I can force myself upon all of you, you'll already be home with me. You have to learn how I create and learn why I created and what's afforded unto you as my creation. Stop looking at the old and look at everything new. Things doesn't define your walk with me. Your faith does. It could be 50 of you and no one has a heart to believe what I say is true to release the miracle. It's not to down you because I uplift you. 
But you have to be honest about your believing in me. Are you trying to continue to believe that I am he? Or your situation seems like it's out talking me. Because I already know your answer, but your answer is not the answer I provided for you. See, you call me by name. No, call me by heart. Call me by faith. Call me by works. Call me by love. Call me by passion. Call me. Let your heart call me. I don't care if you cry on your knees. Call me. Call me with passion. Call me with purpose. Call me with the words I've spoken over you. I can't, I won't respond to nothing beneath me because I don't come near sin. I can't touch sin. I'm holy. Therefore, you be holy. Sin keeps you away from me. So if you speak words that has no life, then you are pulling yourself away from me who's still always with you, but your heart is far from me. Therefore, I have no access to release to you. Why are you ashamed of your breakthrough? Why are you ashamed of what it looks like? Because you have allowed people, like people have allowed you to think that if something appears to seem wrong, then that means you have done something wrong. So that's why many of you hide, but you hiding your purpose, you hiding your standing and being rooted and grounded. You're hiding your perseverance because through it all, you're still standing. You're still walking. You're still moving forward. You're still praising and giving thanks. That's what you need to do. And that is what you are doing. So why are you hiding that? Why are you hiding that? All it takes is for you to believe and you receive as simple as one, two, three. People come together and it seems like they're chanting Unto me, ha na 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 na, ha na 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 na. Try to make it work. I worked it out. Just freely receive. Take the weight off your back. You don't believe you have power to heal. Simple as that. I see it in your eyes. You don't think you can do it. Even as a vessel of me doing the work, you don't think that I can do it through you. Now it's not that you don't believe in me. You don't believe that I can do it through you because you don't have any confidence in you being powerful. Because people have defined what a powerful person looked like and you don't even see yourself being in that description. People think a powerful person is behind a pulpit. Powerful person can just lie back and fast all day, pray in every way. And I never said any of that. I said only belief. That simple. 
Don't allow people to add in your life that is robbing you from being fruitful as a tree of life. Because those who look like they're polished are really worn out. And they don't even want to go on anymore. And they're ready to pass up the baton. Many have already passed it up. Many tell me that they have retired in ministry. How can you retire walking in your identity? Many retire themselves from a job. Many retire themselves from an office. Many retire themselves out of a marriage. Many retire themselves out of the truth. Many retire themselves out of exercising faith. Many retire themselves out of sowing seed, even giving 10%. Many have retired. Many give all the above with no heart in it. Retired. Retired because they have gotten tired. Went from renewed to retired. Went from revival to tired. How can you ever say something that my son never said? He never said, I quit. You say you quit when you don't speak like me. You say you quit when you don't think like me. You say you quit when you stop doing great things. You say you quit. You quit, but you want breakthrough. You quit, but you want blessing. You quit, but you want manifestation. You quit, but you don't want to exercise your faith to finish. I need you to finish for me. I'm the greater one. I'm the greater one. Finish for me. Please finish for me. Finish your faith for me. Now this time, I want you to pray in your most holy faith. You are music. You don't need no song, no tune. You're born with that. You don't need no extra oomph. You are already fully equipped with that, for that, and because of that reason. So what I need you to do is to finish for me. I need you to finish the way how you pray. Continue to pray like that regarding your walk with me. That would really be a great help to me while you in the earth releasing me until my son, my son comes back again. Do that for me. See, I'm also for me. Not for anybody else, for me. Believe in power for me. And when I say for me, because you are releasing me and it's for my purpose, my plan, my will, my way, to my advantage, my motivation, 
So do that for me. Love for me. Hug people with your prayers for me. Lay hands for me. Let love take away anything that appears to be gross with a stench and smell the sweet aroma of healing deliverance for me. For me. My son has finished. Now it's your turn for me. Finish for me. You can do it for me. I have given you all things for me. Finish for me. What can I not do? Do that for me. For me. I know you love me for me. I know you worship me for me. I want you to believe me for me. That you will live and live a successful life and not suffer and hurt. Be weary. Be afraid. When I have taken all that away, I can't force you to believe, to receive. You have to receive believing and believing to receive for me. That's your lifestyle. If you need help with that, you know where your help comes from and you know what your help is and where it is. Seek Holy Spirit as your help. Many of you don't really know too much about Holy Spirit as a comforter. How can you be uneasy with comfort on the inside? How can you be distressed with comfort on the inside? How can you die with comfort comforting you with words of life on the inside? The ways of the world is trying to talk to you more than my ways. But when you think about my love, I always win. Nothing's higher than love. So keep loving for me. Keep loving for me. You count it all joy. I count it all you for me. Santamo Sokoa Satanamo Sashata Santamo Sakurayanan Mokayan Sashatayaya Mokana Uhayaya Samo Sashatanamoko Diayamo Sante Sante Kuhaya Mikani Santa Namusa Shakan, Hania Moka Hayanan, Santa Mosa Kushataya, Santa Mosa Shantaya, Mansasha, Shayasanse, Diasani, Moku Hariye, Mokana Shantaya Namoya, Sakana Mosa Shantaya. 
Santa Mosakasha Hadie, Mugger Ah 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 Agree with me. I'm agreeing with you. Healed. God say, tell you guys, I'm talking now. <laughs> and what it means is that he's using me to speak with you and not him speaking to you prophetically. <sighs> so you know that, you know. <laughs> Healed. Agree. Agree. There's power in agreement. We're not agreeing for God to do. No, we agree that it's done. Let's agree. Do you agree it's done? Whatever that thing is, it's done. Do you agree? Do you agree? I'm edifying you. I'm boosting you up. I'm refreshing you. I'm recharging you. One thing God told me is be very careful when I listen to people speaking in tongues on audio. Not people that we know and they're recording. No, people who has a recording already on YouTube has a recording already doing something else. And we not knowing where, where it's coming from, but they just sound like, you know, one time I put on, it was some people from, I guess, Greece somewhere and they were speaking in tongues but I didn't feel no certainty in my spirit I didn't feel no heaven in my spirit it felt like it was just you know not good so I couldn't listen to that you gotta be careful what kind of tongues you're listening to there are tongues of hell too Satan try to mimic our tongues even when I interpret, you interpret tongues, he still can't understand interpretation because he don't understand the richness of the word that we're saying. A lot of times we think he understands, he really doesn't. That's why he tried to use us to do it for him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is so good. You know, we are family. You know, I'm not going to lie. I had to cut my hair. I had to cut it and it's growing back fast. I said, I'm not going to put no biotin, nothing, no extra supplements like we normally do. I said, I'm just going to lay hands on my head and put oil on my head because I was stressing with this preparation. 
I'm telling you, it wasn't even just in one area. It was in every area. It was like everything was all falling down for me. I was pressing and pressing and pressing. It was like nothing was seeming to, you know, work that I wanted to regarding things. You know, I had everything else but things. I was like, I need a vehicle. God, what's up with this? Come on, you tell you don't go to work, but okay, supply me a vehicle. Okay, I, I trust you. Okay, I'll catch the bus. Okay, I'll pay for rides. But I didn't want nobody to keep, you know, pitying. Because sometimes we just want to look out for each other. But then there are others who are like, you know, wow, isn't that something? Well, you're going you're gonna to be fine. You, you're going to be like, like, I'm not fine. We have to stop talking to each other like that. With people in the homeless shelter, oh, well, you know, um, it's going to get better than this. You, you keep your faith. That's why they still walking, because they're walking by faith. See, we have to know how to talk to people. See, they're going through a transition because that was the old they had to leave. The old place had to go. There goes their new place. So you have to learn how to look at people's deliverances and begin to learn what their breakthrough is in. That tells, whatever your breakthrough in, that's your deliverance. My breakthrough was merch, that's my deliverance. Your breakthrough was debt. That's, that's your deliverance. Look like you're broke, but you're about to receive more than ever. You've been living with somebody? About to receive your breakthrough. But do you know that God had you living with that person or people for, for a purpose? For some time? For such a time? It may not be, been, excuse me, or be what you wanted, but he wanted it that way because you had to be there. You don't know what was set up to happen that you were there. See, people are not going to tell you everything. See, I can sit somewhere and six elders are coming sit near me. I had to learn that, okay, because God led them to sit near to keep whatever's trying to come away. God will even tell some of you, pray for her because I can feel motives. I can feel. And guess what? And you saw the end result of it. Okay, good. Didn't that work out right? Did, okay, she prays. Okay, good. She she at the altar or she, you know, okay from not working. Okay, she's smiling. She's not crying. Okay, it's working. I'm telling you, that's how we have to help each other. You saw me not driving because that was my deliverance. I had to get rid of the car. See, whatever you've been delivered from, they had to be away from you. So you're going through a process to receive the replacement of what's actually should have been there. It was actually already there. It been there. Thank you, God. It been there. It been in you. The life been in you. Whew. Let me tell you something. I grew up watching shows that I was just drawn to. Family shows. Why, God? But I love them. I always played house by myself. You know, I always did motherly things. I'm outside cooking, you know, a pie with dirt and, you know, water. I'm sneaking water cups out the house to pull in the ground to make dirt mud pies. And we all excited. I was like a little mama, very, you know, humble girl. Even a picture I showed on my story. I'm sitting there, seven years old, my legs crossed, my hand on my chin resting, and I'm looking up at God. While all my cousins are sitting there on the couch looking like how they look. <laughs> I'm the only one that looked like, you can look at the picture and be like, wow, you are such a little, and you're crossing your legs at seven, little girl. <laughs> I'm telling you. It was all, it's in me. 
I was drawn to watch Full House, Family Matters, Wonder Years, Family Ties, Blossom, Different Strokes, The Cosby Show. I was drawn to all family shows. And there goes God showing me at the table with my family. A family coming out of me. And we all come back at the table. We do everything as in, you know, togetherness and communication at the table. See, me and my son grew up at the table, but I allowed him these three years to be in his room and that just been let him do him because four, five years in the wrong position, we were always under each other because we had no other choice but to follow one each other. I mean, follow one another, each other all the time. Because how I chose to have us to live. Even in a five-bedroom house with a man that I'm married living in Lexington Park, St. Mary's County. It was still me and my son in the smallest place in that thing. Just me protecting him. He being there with me because we wasn't feeling anything. You know what it's like to make a bad move, make a wrong decision. And you just, you know... You're trying to make it, make it better. you like, I know this, this don't look right. This don't look like look right at all. But okay, I'm going to try to make the best of it. You know, and that's God saying, it's not. It's not. It's not. And you're like, well, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to make it work. Because we don't give up. We're not created to give up. But we got to give up the wrong way to not give up. <laughs> We have to stop being faithful in the area that we should not be faithful. Can't be faithful at nine. Got to be faithful in truth. Come on. So I allow my son, you know, his early teenage years, because, you know, from like, what, 11 to 13, 14? Those are very precious years for a young boy regarding adolescence. And, you know, he just had moments with his dad. But on my end, me and him always done things together. We talk about everything. But when I got married, it was like the devil was trying to break that apart. But it can never. It made us close. Child Protective Services came to me and said, somebody keep trying to report you for no reason, but they trying to hurt you to have your son taken from you. I can't give you the name, you know, even if I did, but they call it anonymous. And the only reason why I'm saying this is because I've been discreetly watching you and you are unbelievable as a mother. You take care, you do what you gotta do for your baby boy. I had to watch. Thank God that she watched instead of react. Because I told God, I, I cannot. That's right there when you join a lie when it comes to my child, God. Come on. I'm telling you. <laughs> he made some dumb decisions without God. We made some dumb decisions. Oh, God. Oh, God. Imagine that for a message. You know what I mean? It'd be like, man, you don't have to tell me. Come on, someone. God keep putting in celebrities in my heart. Cat Williams, Kevin Hart, 
all them arguing now. Cat Williams got a beef with everybody. Snoop Dogg, he done left his wife over almost 40 years. He wants to be a pimp. And, you know, it's it's heartbreaking because they've been together since, you know, high school. And they got kids together. And she helped him become, you know, everything that we don't even know about behind the scenes. I'm not talking about the dancing with the girls. No, she really helped him build himself up at home. She was patient for over 20, 30 years, watching her husband shake it with other women. Not once did he wanted to shake on her, but he made one video with her talking about what, what's the man named Charlie Wilson. You know, you're my baby, something. Uh, uh, this is for my babies, whatever. You know, there goes my baby. So, you know, that song. She gonna be the one. We gonna fall in love. Or we gonna have some baby. And they renewed their vows on the video. That was just, you know, for show for him. To make it look like he cared. But she wanted to watch. It's like, stop embarrassing me, please. You know, I'm being conservative. You can tell she's not loud. She's not ghetto. She was like, you know, you're doing this. You're doing too much now, Snoop. You're doing too much. Now you're you bringing women home. Now you're smoking at home with all our kids. Now you're you letting this life change you. You know, it was just us. We was fine with the gin and juice. Now you're doing all this. Now you're with Martha Stewart. Now she have a tattoo of you on her arm. I don't even have a tattoo of you. And y'all just friends? And y'all cooking together? Do you invite me on a show? But do she say any of that? And people are telling him right now, you're making a dumb move. So now he, he's, he's wanting to be a pimp. We have to pray. He wants to buy some women to go and sell their bodies. People keep trying to come for all kinds of global churches. You two got all kinds of rest in peace, T.D. Jackson. Oh, he did all kinds of scandals with boys. Go shut up. And we so quick to fight out if it's true. My thing is, I don't want no, ne no negative news, no bad news. I don't care, true or not. I don't want no bad news. I'm going to keep on interceding. Because that's going to take me out of where I already don't need to be. They have something on anybody here. That's doing something good. Of course the devil going to try to say something bad. And what's the worst thing about it is. When we believe the bad. Until we find out that it was bad. And it wasn't true. And we just walked away from good honest people. How about we stay there no matter what it is. Because we are family. It could be a pastor been serving for 50 years and just all of a sudden we find out that they've been taking money or they've been, you know, committing adultery or robbing banks and just naming stuff. And we just leave them like that. I'm going to this place. No, when did God say? So you go uproot and not flourish? So you want them to devote their lives to keep you standing, but you don't want to be used to help keep theirs. Oh, come on. You better learn about this thing, this gospel you better learn what gospel means and not gossip. You know, God showed me in a dream. It was me and like seven women. And we all had on the same, 
you know, form of fashion, but different colors. It was royal looking. And we all had a baby in front of us. And they all looked royal looking. And they looked the same age. And I was like, what's with that dream? God, what's that about? He said, the real housewives. I'm trying to tell you, but not a housewife. I'm just not, I'm going to throw that word behind me. Not a housewife, but just staying at home for the time being. We're going to leave it like that. <laughs> However that be, whatever that's like, it's going to be for the time being. You understand? Simple as that. <laughs> Hallelujah. God just give me the word impact. So whatever with that. <laughs> you understand? And what God was just showing me in that dream, symbolically speaking, is that what it is to be a wife. What is a housewife? God said, let's talk about that. God said, what is a housewife? I'm glad you asked. It's self-explanatory. A housewife. God dwells in us. We are a place of residence for God, a place where he dwells. And God used us as a woman to take care when it comes to our home, to keep it standing. To keep it standing. You are a housewife at work, in the workforce. You are a housewife no matter what you do, because you're going to keep your house standing but some people responsibility is to be home literally however that is however that is but we are all a housewife because our responsibility is to make sure that our priorities remain in order in ministry see the house is the ministry the marriage is the ministry the responsibilities are forms of ministry because we have the gifts that are in ministry to sharpen and quicken the things that need to take place and continue to flow smoothly in ministry as ministry. So don't think that you're not a housewife. That's how God sees it. But some people really live that lifestyle literally. But spiritually, you are a housewife. He used you to store up his house. Hallelujah. I thank God for you. We lay hands on you. And I want you to know that This episode is a healing episode. Whatever you want to be better in, to feel better in, feel better with, I want you to just enjoy the atmosphere of healing. But you have to be honest. What do you want from him that he has already given you? So receive what you have a right to. Let me tell you about my hair. I always had a lot of hair. It always was gold. I didn't like gold because the kids teased me, but not in a bad way. I just didn't like keep being called Goldilocks. I just didn't like that name. 
Goldilocks, Goldilocks. And they would just say it to be, you know, like, your hair is gold. I like it. It's different. But I didn't. And a lot of the pictures that I've taken as a child, you can't see because of the reflection in the Polaroid camera. But anyway, I don't have people cut my hair in class. People cut my hair in church. <laughs> And then this preparation, I realized my ponytail went from the middle to the side. And I was like, whoa. And it was like some places, 12 inches, some places, 7 inches, some places, 3 inches, some places, 1 centimeter. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm stressing out. I started to get a picture of it and God said, nope, because that is not the end for you. I didn't, I told my mother she didn't believe me and God said, don't even show her either. Thank God I'm a beautician. I hooked it up, but it was like I had to make it even. I was really stressing Cause I was like, why do I have to go through this in the body? I didn't understand. I didn't understand. And that's why it's important to preach that we all remain on one accord because I see how serious it can happen for me to go from being for you to being against you. Just in quick as a blink of an eye. And don't even see I'm doing the wrong thing amongst you, towards you, against you, whatever concerning you. And I I was like, oh my gosh, look at my hair. I mean, it wasn't like strands of hair. It was like plaques of hair. And plaques falling out. I'm like, oh my gosh. It was very alarming. It was very alarming. The whole healing process of everything. It was a lot for me. I thank God that my hair grows back so fast. I was like, Father, I had to add pieces in pieces to, to get out. I was like, Oh God, I'm telling you. I had to make it all even. And I thank God it goes back so fast. I didn't want nothing really in it but just prayers, words of prayer. I was like, oh my goodness. I allowed this healing process to, oh God, to have me to feel the wrong ways. I thank God so much, guys, that we persevere. So I shared my testimony. Everybody has one, especially when it comes to healing. Everybody had some type of illness or sickness. I'm telling you, sleep apnea was no joke for me. I had to remind the devil just a couple of days ago, don't play with me. And then I start thinking, hold on, maybe it's just a different way for me to sleep. I like on my back sometimes, but it's not a good idea in certain weather. I guess when it's like 
the cold air come from the window, that's not good because maybe I, you know, maybe I see with my mouth open sometimes. <laughs> I didn't want to tell nobody that. I see with my mouth open sometimes. So that causes a lot also in my sleep. I used to grind my teeth a lot in my sleep. I used to bite down on my jaws. They was like, we're going to get you one of those bar guards, guard, whatever, them railing things. You better stop. And now they got a new invention that you can't see it. It's just inside your mouth. You know, I was like, I'm, don't play with me. I'm going to pray this thing away. And I prayed it away. But then I realized, no, it's not an illness. It's just that certain things happen and I need to avoid my sleeping position. Like during this time of year, it's very cold. And I'm I'm living on the bottom. I'm on the ground. So it's no flooring under my carpet. It's pretty much like concrete under the different types of pavement. Yeah, of course. But it's concrete for the most part. So concrete is very cold. So you're going to have the cool sensation coming through the walls, the windows, more than people who live up top. So when I'm asleep, I feel a lot of cool, even with the heat on. And if I lay on my back and my mouth open, it's a lot going on with that. <laughs> so it's just changing the position. I notice sometimes when I sleep, it's not the right position, even when it comes to the pillows. Not even supposed to sleep, excuse me, I'm going to say live, not even sleep with three, four pillows, your neck up. You can really, really you know, hurt yourself, you know, hurt your neck, hurt your muscles, hurt your, you know, your joints. But anyway, I just thank God that that is gone. That's nothing to play with. You know, all that in your sleep. And then on top of that, you know, pause and breaths, not even that, but the gagging and all that. It's just any type of irritation in your sleep that you have to really get up and it alarms you. It alarms you. And I was like, I couldn't stand it. I hated it. No, Father. So I begin to, to really study it. What is what is happening? I got to watch how I sleep, the position. Not on my back so much because obviously my mouth is open. <laughs> oh, God. Not all the time. <laughs> you know, uh, whatever, man. I don't want to talk about that no more. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that no more. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> but whatever it is that you, you know, need healing in. I want you to receive that. For real. Some people have like multiple things at once. High blood pressure, high cholesterol, you know, back pain, you know, sugar and all that. I'm telling you, you have to really just lie hands on yourself in the shower and just say, you know, I plead the blood over my arms. I plead the blood over my blood, my heart. Just, just say it out of your heart. I plead the blood over what's going on with me. I plead the blood over this pain. I plead the blood over it. I plead the blood over it. See, the thing is, I can never, and I would never tell you to stop taking medicine as a supplement to cope with the pain. But what I will tell you is that our prayer is going to see you receive less of that medication until it's gone. How about that? Because I was quick. I couldn't take pain. I would pop a Tylenol quick. You go, what? What you going to say? Because I was, I, I, I suffered one day listening to someone and I suffered so bad. 
I was in so much. I had a fever for a long time. You know, I could have, anything could have happened to me. Listen to somebody else. Don't take anything. And I didn't, and not even nothing crossed the counter that could have soaked. I prayed and everything was still there. And it was like, oh my gosh. It's not to not take medicine. It's that to continue to believe that you see less of what you thought you need that you don't even need anymore. But until you get to that place and that point to exercise your faith in that way, allow Holy Spirit to use you. Allow God to minister through you. No matter what. Hallelujah. It's my time for now. Greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. Enjoy the atmosphere, the aroma of healing, working power.